the One Two Football Podcast. The voices of tomorrow here today. Is Dean Smith the man to take Aston Villa forward? I don't think so. Why can't Everton break into the top four? Oli Gunnar Solskjaer will lead Manchester United to a Premier League title. He just needs time. So Ralph Ragnick has been announced as the new interim manager of Man United, not the permanent manager yet, and two years above as consultancy, which kind of sounds like director of football, maybe not the, the man there, but someone that the, the manager, whoever takes over, can look to. So what when you saw this, what was your initial sort of thoughts? Obviously, you being the resident United fan of the show, who what was your what was you thinking when you first saw this? When I first saw it, I was very happy. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people, and if they can remember our chats, I've said for a long time that I want Ralph to, would be my number one for interim because he can then stay at the club. It's not like we've just got someone to come in and leave. That's what he wanted. He got offered that at Chelsea, I believe, and he said no, because what are you to the fans, to the players? You're just a you're just a stop along the way. So I'm quite happy about that. You know, he is the godfather of Gagney Press. He is the man for this. Yeah, I probably just screwed that up. <laughs> Gagney Press, you almost before, had it. But, you know, he is the man for this. You know, the likes of um, Tuchel, the likes of Klopp. You know, all of these people have learned under him. They've been, like, trying to perfect his style. So to have him at Manchester United is, is massive. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, I think the fact he'll be on the consultancy afterwards is huge. I think the fact that he's will be on consultancy means that we'll actually probably have quite a successful January window because that is going to be his job afterwards, transfers and like this. And so him being on the board afterwards with transfers means there's no reason why we shouldn't invest now. Obviously, maybe not as much as we would have been a permanent manager, but definitely more so than it's not really an interim. It is an interim in a way, but it's kind of not an interim because he will be part of the club anyway. And the fact that he's going to have a say in the next manager means he's probably going to get someone with the same philosophy. So the players probably will have a quite an easy ease for intro manager to, you know, constant manager at the end of the season. So that's good to look forward to. But I have just read that he's actually failed his work permit because he doesn't have enough <laughs> FA. So for like Conte just walked in, you have to have something like two years back to back in management in the last five years or something, or three years um, or three years just randomly around. So two here and one here or one here, whatever. And he doesn't have that, obviously, because of he was at RB Leipzig at certain times and he went to the board role. So he's not had enough. So he's going to have to speak in front of a panel. This has been reported anyway. He's going to have to speak in front of a panel in order to get given the job full or get given the interim job to actually take on. I think everyone's pretty hopeful because he has a lot of credentials in football and in the sport. Like Everyone knows his credentials. So it would be a massive shock if he wasn't actually given it and allowed to do it. But right now, I'm sure there are slight nerves at the Manchester camp thinking... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's anything to worry about, really. Yeah, there's slight nerves wondering whether this podcast will be relevant in, in, a few, <laughs> in a few days' time if he doesn't get it. But I'm sure he will. I'm sure Man United won't be denied a manager, especially someone who has the reputation of his. I mean, he transformed RB Leipzig, Hoffenheim, they were struggling before his arrival. So he's got a lot of experience in German football, perhaps not so much outside. That's where he's been recently. So I believe he was either heavily linked or was at AC Milan, obviously. Locomotive Moscow recently, I can't lie. Not not a um, not a watcher of Russian football, so I can't tell you how how what his impact has been. But they weren't happy to lose him, which, which tells you something. But I do think the fact he has been appointed for a longer term in a consultancy area actually is quite excited for Man United, probably more so than this interim period here, because that means United should. I mean, you never know with Man United; they probably don't, but they should 
have an idea who they want to be their next manager. Obviously, the one name that that seems to be happy to take it come the summer is Eric Ten Hag, and that there's that similarity there. There's that pressing football. Eric Ten Hag loves Danny Ike have scored a ridiculous amount of goals, and I understand that that is in a lesser league. But you do you see them in the Champions League? They're, they're beating teams that are good. Teams Man United would be delighted to to beat. You know, so that does show that there might be the start, and this has been the one thing with Manchester United for, for the longest time. This might be the start of an actual contingency plan for Man United, and they know what they're going to do, and they, they know what they want to achieve. Do you think this is the start of United actually saying, right, stop all this terrible last-minute recruitment. This is what we want. Here's how long it's going to take us to achieve it, and we're going to start here with Ralph Ragnar. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very rare that Manchester United give people a position on the board for starters. So there's a change there immediately. Whether or not he will have as much power and say as we think he will, will be a whole new thing come six months time. But right now we've got to just take it as we read it and it sounds like he will do. So so yeah, it, it could be a whole new era of Manchester United. Better thinking, better club led by people on the board. I say people on board, one person on the board that kind of knows what he's doing. At, um, he, he was last position, I'm pretty sure, like you said, at Moscow, was, um, I think, head of development or youth development, something like that, and stuff like that. So he's going to be able to interact with the youth players at Manchester United. He's going to be able to lead them, not only for the present, but for the future. And I imagine if he does a good job, he'll be there for more than more than two years, unless somebody comes in, he does really well at his interim and actually offers him a managerial job, but hopefully not. Um, but yeah, it's, it is very exciting. I think, like I said, Ten Hag, I don't know much about him personally, but I know that his philosophy is very similar. So like I previously said about it being a smooth um, transition, that would definitely work. Um, and I'd like to see that, him on the board, Ten Hag in charge. The glory days for Manchester United <laughs> finally be coming back. And deja vu from three years ago. We said this with, actually, I didn't say this to Ollie. I didn't like him when he came in charge. It took a couple of months for me to be on board with it. But a lot of people thought the glory days would return here. So hopefully it's not a stuck record and we're going around in circles. But yeah, you know, next six months could be really exciting. And it'll be interesting to see how we play. Carrick is clearly trying to implement this pressing football currently, uh, as we saw against Chelsea. And Ronaldo doesn't fit into that clearly under him because he didn't start. So it'll be interesting to see who plays and how they play, to be honest. But it's good to see Carrick's trying to implement the philosophy. He's clearly wanting to keep a job at Man United. <laughs> okay, look what I'm doing. I'm here to work under you. So that will be interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously United weren't, were one of the worst pressing teams in the Premier League under Solskjaer, especially this season. They were very poor. I mean, we saw they got absolutely took apart by Liverpool. I mean, that so that is going to be Ronaldo as well up front, the, the least amount of press in the league. And also, you don't always have to press to be a great team and to be a great player. Obviously, Ronaldo is a fantastically clutch player, but it doesn't. That might not gel with with how Rangnick works, you know. So, who do you think is going to thrive under under this system now? What, what players are you looking at in that Man United team and saying, look, even in two three years time, you can be a, the man here? Sort of similar to how Klopp identified Jordan Henderson as a player that was going to be there for the long haul because of his sort of, I can't think of what the intangibles that what he has. So is there any players that you see in the United team that can do that? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's clear to see from the Chelsea display that players like Rashford and Sancho have the ability to press, to catch Jorginho out. Obviously, it was a mistake by him, but it was a pressing that Man United put on display in that game, which made us, you know, get a point from that. Because to be honest, everyone was saying it was a great performance. It wasn't an overly great performance from us. We got very lucky, but that pressing from them certain players really helped us to get that goal. Um, so, yeah, Sancho, I think, could be someone that obviously is starting to come to life now. 
especially since Oli's gone and the more pressing football has come into play. I don't think it's a surprise from that that we've seen him score two goals when our tactics have been more pressing. So under Ralph, it could be very, very exciting for him. Rashford, Greenwood, all these players with legs, I think can do really well. And obviously, with this sort of play, we need attacking fullbacks. Wambasaka might not be the man under Ralph. I've seen us, seen us actually linked with, could be rumours, but with Lamperty, um, or however you want to say his name, at Brighton, which I think yeah, would be sure. really exciting. Um, and Luke Shaw and Tellez. Tellez is so underrated at Manchester United. And, you know, his set pieces, his passing, his finishing, as we saw in the um, Champions League, um, is great. And I think his work great, along with Luke Shaw, finally and hopefully we can see the best of Luke Shaw again after he peaked in the Euros. But one man, which I think he's, he's only going to have six months to shine, but this man presses more than anyone, is Edison Cavani. If he can come back fit, his pressing ability is second to none. All right? He is incredible. He's, he presses non-stop. Unlike Ronaldo, you see him in every single game, highlights of him just running and running. His work rate is incredible. I know he's probably going to leave at the end of the season. And to be fair, it's probably right because as much as I think he's you know, one of our better players, he clearly hasn't got the fitness. He is getting older and he doesn't seem to have the fitness because obviously he's out injured a lot, um, especially now with a reoccurring injury. But I think if he is fit and he can come back in, it'll be interesting to see who starts. Like we said, Ronaldo's pressing isn't great. Cavani's, on the, on the other hand, is exceptional. So it'll be interesting. We have a lot of options up front. Who's going to get dropped? Yeah, I mean, Ronaldo might turn into sort of an impact player, which I'm sure he will, he will be absolutely delighted with playing only 20 minutes a game. Um, so it'll be interesting if, how he can manage that as well, because if Ronaldo doesn't play, you know, and will the one thing with Ragnick, has he managed any, you know, big clubs? Not, not really. He's, you know, he's not a club like Man United is a bit different is the sort of the pressure, the hostility is there. If you don't get it right, maybe not so in the ground, but on social media, things like that, I'm sure he's not got an account, but you know what I mean. It is just a bit different, the pressure of the Premier League, the media scrutiny. I mean, a lot of managers sometimes do struggle with that because the English media is, is completely different to other sets. They're very kind of, they love to get every single story out, love to find things out. I mean, they do it to their own country, they'll do it to you. It's just how it is. So how he deals with perhaps an unhappy Ronaldo and how he gets him on side, I mean, this is hypothetical. Ronaldo might play every single game from here on out. But it, it will be interesting to see how he deals with that character like Ronaldo, who has to play in his head because he's he's so good and he is very good. But it's that kind of dealing with the ego. And that would be interesting to see. I do wonder also about, about Fred, because Fred plays for Brazil. He tends to impress and he plays in that kind of eight role where he gets at players, he, he creates space. Will that will will that change at United now? Because he's you know I think most people see him as kind of an average Premier League midfielder. No one's special. He's not going to win you a title. He's he's there you know, but he's not one of their better players. Uh, he but I, I do have a kind of feeling he might turn into something useful here for Man United. Perhaps not starting, you know, but he could turn into a lot more of a useful player. Maybe someone also like McTominay, who is again not a player you would want to start if you were going to win the Premier League, but someone that could for this six month period really helped United establish a press. Yeah, 100%. Firstly, I mean, on Ronaldo, I think the biggest difference between Ralph and Oli is Oli's a man management manager, Ralph's a tactical manager. And, and there's been a lot of things going around recently that Ralph is known to have some busts up with players. He's not the best when it comes to big personalities that it's his way or the highway. And I think that's probably done. He's, very, he's a very strict tactician, apparently. And so it'll be interesting to see how personalities like Ronaldo, like Pogba, who's still, we need to remember, he can yeah, Pogba. <laughs> yeah um, how these players will fit under his system. Now, at the end of the day, I think there's nothing better than a manager 
who is strict and you either fit in his philosophy or you don't. No one is bigger than Man United and I think Ralph is definitely going to get that across. So it'll be interesting to see how players like Pogba and how Ronaldo fit in. For me, Pogba I think is definitely going to go this in the summer window. I think if someone comes in like Ralph with this pressing, I don't really think Pogba does that. Pogba likes his time on the ball. He's quite a lazy player in a way. He's a fantastic player, but he's a lazy player. So will this pressing work? But work rate is the one thing that Fred has. And I think that's going to really work for Fred. Fred is not a ball-winning midfielder, neither is McTominay, and that's why they have not been playing very well or not been playing great under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because they're being misused. We've said this time and time again. But in a different role, a pressing role, under Ralph, Fred could honestly shine. And I think, you know, against Chelsea, Fred and McTominay actually played very well. I've seen a lot of people actually complimenting them and they deserve that praise because they had a very good game. And so I think this could be a time where you're going to see different players shine and different players flop. And obviously that's the case with different tactics because obviously before it was very much sitting back and then break. This is press, press, press. So it's going to fit different players. It probably will mean a shift in players starting. Um, like I said, maybe Dallow will start out on the right um, right hand side because, you know, Wabasaka is not the greatest when it goes up front. That'll be interesting to see. But for me, this is Fred's, this is the best chance Fred will ever have to implement himself as a starting Man United player, which everyone actually wants to see. He's never going to have a better chance than right now. So um, for me, uh, that McFred partnership could do really well. Interesting to see how Donny van der Beek does as well because obviously a forgotten yeah. man, he's got quite a good work rate as well. But, I am seeing a lot of rumours that Ralph wants to bring in a ball-winning midfielder as his first signing and is one of, apparently, if he can only get one, it wants to be that in January. So, to my United fans, you can all breathe a sigh of relief. He obviously clearly is good with um, signings and he clearly has been watching Man United, knowing exactly what he wants to implement. So, could be a good two and a half years. It is certainly going to be interesting. Um, just one more thing to touch on, obviously, transfers happening. I, I read something today that he is good friends with Erling Haaland's dad. And yeah. that is something that he will look to do, look to try and bring in. I mean, imagine Cavani goes and you get in Haaland. Because another thing I was going to touch on, actually, when Liverpool first got clocked, injuries, a lot of injuries happened. And, and they still do now because it is a high-intensity style of play. So United are in kind of, in certain positions, they're very lucky to have a lot of depth. Up front, it won't be too much for bother. As much as the quality might not be perfect, they do have enough defenders to live. They ain't going to be in the Liverpool situation in terms of centre backs, but so that will be it will be interesting to see how they handle that and how fit they really are going into this. But I didn't want to touch on the Haaland thing because I think it was it's always fun because he, he is such a big prospect. And just imagine him at Manchester United. I would hate it because he's so good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you would love it. I'm a Cheshire cat right now. Um, yeah, no, obviously he was linked with Man United under Oli because of that Norway um, and working at Molder Link. Um, so that was always there. And now we've got another manager. I think Man United just want managers that get on with Ireland <laughs> to get him. Because we need to remember, in a month's time, he can talk to clubs to sign, you know, like a, a pre-deal or, or not a pre-deal, but he can sign that, like the buyout clause um, in the contract actually gets activated. So, you know, this, you know, in two months time, his future could be decided. And what better place to go than Man United? Come on, if you're listening, Harlem, which, you know, if you are, <laughs> comment, please tell us, that'd be incredible. But if you are, mate, come to Man United because he's got great work rate as well. He's got speed, he's got strength. What better man to lead that pressing line? Uh, maybe even under Ralph, to be honest, because I have seen some people saying that if he does a good job, he could get it permanently. So maybe he'll actually be telling people, he's on the board trying to pick the next manager, pick me. So Yeah, well, that happened at Reading. That happened at Reading a few years ago. Mark Bowen, director, he was like, 
who's the best man for the job? Me. And he just took it himself and he was the manager for a year and a half there. So who knows, Ralph Ragnick could pull that off if he felt like it. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. Obviously, Ajax won't want to lose Ten Hag either. So it is going to, that whole thing is going to be interesting. But it is, is an exciting time for Man United. That wraps up that, the chat about Manchester United. Thank you all for listening or watching. If you're on Spotify, make sure to follow us on there. All across social media is our TikTok recently. Has been has been blowing up, which is really cool. Make sure to leave a like if you're on YouTube and, and leave a comment as well. Let us know what you think. And also take a look at 12 for all the latest written articles. We'll be back next week.